0: Rob and Kip to be so good.
1: It's oh, hey. and Kip the podcast. Um, <laughs> hi. Hi. <Hello. laughs> now another thing um, I, I realized that I still haven't seen the Britney nudes. Every time I go to look on it on Instagram, I get distracted by other things, and I never get there.
2: So you get distracted by Elon Musk telling you <laughs> that chocolate milk is awesome. Exactly. Sure, buddy. And okay. yeah. If that compared to Britney Spears nude is rocking your boat,
3: go yeah.
1: your but hardest. This is the problem. Yeah, my attention span is so short. It was okay. a
3: holiday in Mexico some years ago, so it's not the current Britney, is it?
4: Ah.
2: Oh, okay. no, it's not. It's no, no, no. She's pregnant now, so it's not that. And she yes. said she was doing a photo dump. And what's interesting that's come out over, across, you know, the last 24, 48 hours is people are going, oh, you know, if she's going to be posting nude photos of herself, she should go back into conservatism. <laughs> right, right. Which is nuts. Like, Kim Kardashian can post nude photos and no one says anything. And no. then Britney, what, she's lost her mind <laughs> because she's posting nudes?
1: Um, and why and um, why is she doing it now did she have some reason is there something I major going on i think it, it was um life?
3: tuesday yeah yeah uh, right, i actually. do
2: think actually coming out of 12 years of being completely controlled by her father yeah, yeah. she's trying to do absolutely everything to go Mm-mm.
3: yeah and since she last Look, appeared there's a middle nude, finger yeah, since she last appeared nude now there's Luckily, emojis she can cover certain parts of herself with. Well, which makes yeah. it much better. Yeah, hard
2: to... emojis and her fingertips with her nipples.
3: She used to all have to stand behind houseplants and things like that. <laughs> He's
2: not listening. He's looking I'm for Brittany. I'm trying to
1: find them. Oh, do you I've want got me her... to
2: find them for you? Can you?
1: Because I've got her page, but Brit- then there's no, there's nothing on there. It's just other photos. Are her... you on Insta? Yes. Brittany Spears.
3: How do you spell Spears? Oh my goodness.
1: You know what, I, I swear I opened Insta and somehow I wound up on
3: Facebook. Is that a thing that's happening at yeah, the moment?
2: Well, no, yeah, maybe. It usually means <laughs> that
3: Apple's got a new system coming through or Microsoft. Okay, decided. babe. It's is, taken me Cass. less than like. <laughs> okay, yeah, you got them. Yep.
2: Yeah, like less than f- 30 seconds yeah. and I found them, Kip. It's me, you, babe. Me
1: yeah, too, but me. I saved them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? I'll say <saying> it out loud. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, wow, okay.
2: She's
1: got Not the, liking she's got it has got the Do love like heart it? pubis.
2: Yeah, she does. The other problem is she's posted <laughs> twice. So she posted one lot, and then she posted this second lot. And she looks like she's she's gone grunge, like nineties grunge. You know when they yeah. used to have all that horrible makeup, like uh, Courtney eyes. Love was the kind. Yeah, really dark. And she, yeah. I I don't get it. Like did, honestly,
3: did she actually go for that look, or she just woke up? Oh, bless and after it. breakfast she went. I did what?
2: Okay, she's just posted. This oh, is this is the latest. Oh you yeah. sleep different when you trust God.
3: Um, um, oh. mm. Did she you post see. that naked Or did she No,
2: no that's just a pose <laughs> yes. Checking
3: What pose did yeah, she have that, When that, she made that, that quote that was, yeah.
2: Hang on when did she post that yeah. Well it does two hours ago Yes And uh, 39,377 likes And 1,294 comments yeah. Mm. Yeah. People saying things like Amen sister yeah. And <laughs> always
3: Amen sister I mean, How spiritual everyone God, God's always had a lot of followers Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Just oh, yeah. on Insta <laughs> <laughs>
0: Voluntary and Kip, going to be
3: so good. May is domestic violence awareness month, so it's no it's no coincidence that the federal government uh, the state government came out last night and legislated against coercive control. This is the way men speak to women, the way men speak to their kids and dominate them and, and control their lives through their language. Um, and I actually started my 110 kilometers for Darkness to Daylight, which commemorates 110 lives lost to domestic violence every year, right. with a walk down to um, Hannah's place, which is over at Camp Hill. It's not far from where she lost her life last year, and a walk down with a group called Men's Walk and Talk, and a wonderful man called Michael J. Uh, he's a domestic and family violence counsellor, and a couple of other things we'll hear about in a moment, but uh, he actually was engaging men and how we can deal with other men who might be at fear of committing domestic violence.
4: It's not us, hopefully, that are the problem cases. It's those men on the margins, but those men on the margins are given permission throughout their lives by all of us who were at barbecues with them, who were at the footy with them, who were at work with them. And our silence has allowed those men to give permission. And we have a place called Hannah's Place here because some of those men were given so much permission that it finished in a catastrophic place.
3: Mm. So the other thing we're doing is that we start that walk there on that day to launch Um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month but we're moving towards a three kilometre walk at the end of darkness to daylight Mm -hmm. and that walk on the morning men can come down walk with their sons walk with their daughters walk with their partners and show up just so men showing up and saying we want to engage in this conversation Yeah. so while we're going down and doing that on the 31st of May Michael who's a great guy can't be here for a reason he's about to tell you But he's going to do a really different walk of his own.
4: The actual day that we do the walk, I'll be in Botswana at the time leading some people on a walking safari, which is my job as a wildlife guide. We'll be eight hours behind you, but our darkness to dawn will be certainly following in your footsteps. And I'll be with some lions and elephants and hippos and things like that. You know, darkness to daylight. You're going to get so many more likes than me, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I have a face of radio, Terry, so I don't think so.
3: (laughs) I mean, when I talk to a lot of guys about Michael J, they talk about, he bowled me out in cricket here or something else. What's the combination that brought you to your balance of life now?
4: In between my work around DV and that sort of space, uh, when I finished playing professional cricket, my wife set me a challenge to find something that was equally exciting and she meant it. So I went off and qualified and became a wildlife ranger and it led me down that path. So I balance both parts of my life when you say wildlife ranger right, here first and then no no africa only so i know nothing about australian animals nothing <laughs> at all it's a pure African thing but walking is a whole lot different to being a vehicle safari yeah. because on foot you're actually 5 10 20 meters away from whatever it is it's mm. it's a lot safer than walking through the valley at two in the morning let me tell you terry <laughs> <laughs> but no, COVID not. being COVID, it's been two and a half years yeah. since my last trip yeah. So I promise you, I leave on the 15th of May yeah. and I'm like a little child counting down the sleeps until the plane takes off.
3: It's going to be one of those videos where a
4: lion that hasn't seen you for two years remembers you. <laughs> <laughs> if it does, I'm in, I'm in a world of hurt. But no, on a serious note, though, we will be yeah. walking in the wild and hopefully we can actually get some footage, uh, maybe not some audio, unless I can get the lion to sort of roar at the right time, but try and get some video footage for Facebook and social media as dawn is breaking by the Chobe River in Botswana. We'll have some elephants or some lions or something equally African and unique oh. and spectacularly. Maybe it's radio. We can drop it in
3: later. Absolutely. <laughs> so is Michael Australian? Michael's South African originally. He's okay. an international cricketer. You keep on running to Who blokes. Who did he play for? South African. And he played around Brisbane as well. Because every time you're trying to introduce him for something, there's a bloke going, that bloke bowled me out. Oh, right. Three yeah. years ago. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but he works in prisons. He talks to men about domestic and family violence. Yeah. Uh, and when he doesn't do that, he walks amongst wild animals in Africa. You don't have to. If you want to join us down at the Botanic Gardens on the 31st of May, just go to darknesstodaylight.org.
0: Robin Terry and Kim. Kiss.
2: Now, we have to say that the Elon Musk uh, buying of Twitter has not 100% gone through yet, mm-hmm. and he's very clear about that. He said it's still, you know, being negotiated because, what, his billion dollars is not as good as someone else's? We go It's, it's, it's been going
1: for weeks now. I
2: know, right? But anyway, uh, he's been asked about Donald Trump. Of course, Donald Trump has been permanently banned off Twitter after the inciting of a riot at the White House Fake way back news. when he was the president. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Elon has said permanent bans should be extremely rare and really reserved for accounts that. Are bots or scam or spam accounts. Right. I do not think it was correct to ban Donald Trump. Ooh. I think that was a mistake because it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. I would reverse the permanent ban. Wow. So,
3: we have the opportunity to make Twitter great
1: again. <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> in, in other news, I just checked Elon Musk's latest tweet. Chocolate milk is ins- is insanely good. Just had some. Wow.
3: That's
2: his tweet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and okay. we thought Donald Trump's tweets <laughs> were a name. Like, really? Insanely good. <laughs> like, you know, how many people have read that tweet? Yeah. What's
1: his followers? How many uh, followers has he got? It's, it's, it's some. Ex- 92 million. Yeah, right. 92 million
3: just found out that Elon had. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate yeah. milk.
0: It's a chocolate milk. Donald Trump.
3: Chinese chocolate has infiltrated our milk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, <it's> banned cows. <laughs> Prince William has got a
2: really big day today set to make history uh he's going to be stepping in for the queen for the first time the duke of cambridge will attend the state opening of parliament mm. in her majesty's absence he is set to accompany his father prince charles uh and with her permission uh prince charles will deliver the speech on her behalf right Dull, just retire yeah like you're allowed
1: but the problem is is that she if she retires then who's in control charles charles
2: well, that's an, well, So keep going, Queenie. Well, okay, no, <laughs> hang in there, babe. He can abdicate if he wanted to to yeah, William, he but won't. he's not experienced enough. Yeah, no, not yet. I, I um, don't
3: think he waited this long. He's going to be abdicating. I don't think no, so either. No. The poor
2: bugger has been in the background going, "Come
3: on, come on, Mom! yeah, yeah,
2: just <laughs> stop it." <laughs> Uh, Michelle Williams is pregnant. Isn't this lovely? Uh, the She's having her third child. The wonderful Oscar-winning actress who has 16-year-old daughter Matilda from, with Heath Ledger yeah. uh, oh, yeah. is pregnant with her second child to her husband, Thomas Kale. And that baby will be due in the fall, which is our spring, so let's go October. Sure.
1: Okay,
2: nice. And finally, Jasmine Stefanovic, as in Carl's husband. Wife. Her family... H- wife. Wow. Yeah, wife. That, <laughs> was,
3: that was almost a scoop. That
2: escalated. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, her family home's been sold right. in Ascot to St Margaret's Anglican College. Now, the only reason why I wanted to bring this up: okay. her parents bought this house in 1997 for four hundred eighty-five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, they've just sold it for four point one million. Oh wow! Who says Brisbane is not a good investment? Oh, wow, that's unbelievable. I know, nice. I know. Big Federation, nineteenth century. Are, glad
1: things are finally working out for Carl financially. <laughs> He's, how much does he need? He's married
3: into that money. Yeah, he really <laughs> is.
0: Jerry <laughs> yes.
3: and uh, If you want to join the show at any time, 32230973. And the first voice you'll hear is that of our producer, Cass. Good morning, Cass. Good
5: morning, guys. Cass.
3: But, Cass has got a plan for us. But before we get there, I need to let you know how we got there without using GPS. Um, Cass was heading out to do an interview of one of our listeners last week, and I decided to go along as something. Yeah, that to... was at
2: the all-tended-out party. She yeah. went and met Adam, and we oh, played yes. her trying to help Adam get into the dating game. Yeah, and yes. I
3: went out as a chaperone because that's the sort of guy I you're am. Weird. No, it was good. It's good you to were be there. You are a kind yeah. yeah, I did that. <laughs> you are a kind slash voyeur. <laughs> yes. However, <laughs> well, texts had to be exchanged as uh-huh. to where we would meet up, and so Cass was in touch with Adam, and she was then in touch with me, and these are the texts that we shared initially.
5: He asked if we can go closer to him as he is in Morayfield. Would you go out to Sunnybank? I just said I'd get back to him.
3: Morayfield? That's way north. Sunnybank is south. Does he work near Sunnybank? Otherwise, um, coffee club at Aspley would be a reasonable place.
5: Oh, OK. I'll check if that's OK with him in Aspley.
3: (laughs) In Aspley. OK. If he's in Morayfield. Uh-huh. Cass comes back to me shortly after getting in touch with Adam again. (laughs)
5: Sorry, he said Meadowbrook.
3: Oh, that makes more sense.
5: <laughs> sure. Okay, no worries. He says 12 at the coffee club in Aspley. Is that okay?
3: Why would we go to Ashley? It's miles <laughs> in the wrong direction. Look, I only suggested that because you said Morrowfield. Sunnybank is middle ground.
5: Oh, got you. Yep, Sunnybank it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't if this is lies. This is lies.
3: Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. where did he? Leave? He lives down towards Meadowbrook, down okay, towards Loganway. Yeah, right. okay. So Sunnybank well, was okay.
5: M&M, guys, I got a bit confused. Sue me,
3: okay? <laughs> field <Moreyfield laughs> and Meadowbank, okay. But I, I just...
5: love how enthusiastic you are
2: and you just want to make it right. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to play a game.
5: Guys, I'm going to test you for a little bit of revenge, Tez, because okay. you judged me hardcore. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> this is Robin Terry and Kibbs Suburb quiz. So everybody, how are you? <laughs> is it a thing? <laughs>
3: okay. Uh, so each of us has a buzzer. Mm. You're going to fire out some suburb names. Yes. And we have to be the first one to tell you where that suburb is in Brisbane, Greater Ooh, Brisbane, that sort of thing. Okay. And it's right. going to
5: be the first to three, okay? Okay. So I predict you'll... it'll be three zip tests, But anyway, oh, keep oh. going. Let's go. Oh, by the way, I do <laughs> have the
3: 2014 Brisbane <laughs> out at the back of my car. I can't believe you have it. I can't believe they still made it in 2014. <laughs> and I
5: know it's being used. <laughs> yeah, look <laughs> at the sticky
3: it. tape on it.
1: Right okay, here. do you want to just test buzzers quick?
5: Yes, please, everybody.
1: That's nice mine. Robin. Rob. Rob. That's Tez. And I've got the siren. That's the siren. (laughs) And that will
5: be Kip. (laughs) Back from the north side. Okay, guys. So please explain where it is. Mm -hmm. And you've got to describe it. Uh, uh, No, just where it it is. Okay. okay. All right. Anstead.
3: Anstead? Okay. Oh, hang
5: on. I do know where Anstead is. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's a saying saying.
3: There's a saying, if you don't know where it is, it's out near Ipswich. Yeah. Anstead <laughs> um, is not near Ipswich. I don't Ipswich. know where Anstead
2: is. is next to Belbowrie and Moggle. It's between the two. So as if it's, you turn off to Mount Cosby Road. Oh, are you right? Oh, oh, so, yeah. One to Rob. Oh, yeah.
3: One to Rob.
5: Thank you.
3: And over the river, there's Ipswich. <laughs> 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 yes. Okay. okay.
5: Terry, Terry got too l- confident there. Yeah, Terry go.
1: loses
3: a point, Rob gets oh. one. Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay. One to Rob. Colo.
3: Colo. Yeah. Oh, that's west again isn't it? Yeah,
5: uh, I would say that
2: that Colo's out isn't isn't that where the coal mines were like in in Ipswich down Colo oh, like asking. out Colo I, I use
5: GPS all I've it's got west. is western. So yes. What's it? To okay, Robin. We're we're fair. Yeah. Of town. I, I, I do well.
2: live in the western yeah. suburbs. All right, I've got okay, some yeah. more guys for
5: you yeah, okay, too. Right, yeah. Send no.
1: us east. or north <laughs> or south. <laughs>
3: All
5: right, guys, Fitzgibbon. Oh, <laughs> that was clear.
3: Yeah, that's in the deep north. you got to go way north that's to like get to Fitzgibbon. That's like Moray Field up there. that?
5: And I know where Moray Field is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: and you can stop at, at Ashby, you can stop at the coffee club on yeah, your way yeah. to get <laughs> to
5: Fitzgibbon. One to Tez. Okay. All right, guys, ready, Kip? Mm hmm. Should we give him a head start, actually? Okay, help me. You go. Let's see if Kip can do this. All right. You can do this, Kip. Park Ridge. Park
2: Ridge. Oh, come on. I
1: don't know Park Ridge. Where's Park Ridge?
5: Come on, just guess. He just buzzed himself.
3: It's (laughs) south of Dolby. (laughs) <laughs> no. Dobby's about 400 k's north. <laughs> <off>. What? Like,
5: <laughs> Even I know that's wrong. You go yeah. down
3: to Parkridge. you're going to be heading down uh, towards Brown's Plains. You turn yes. left and you get in that way. And it's the cattle country. My mate uh, Kerry lives there with his What with his is girls. the landmark there? Uh, the Parkridge Tavern. Yes, yes. that's <laughs> what I have. To all. Save Suburb Tavern. Okay, to be right.
2: fair, he jumped in to save Kip.
3: Thank you, Terry. All right, <laughs> all right Half one. a point to Kip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <so> Bridgman
5: Downs.
1: Bridgman Downs. Oh,
2: Okay, come on, Cib.
1: Come on, if you can do it. Bridgman Downs is north.
5: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. yes. Is that enough? Could about you get
5: there without GPS? About
1: 35 minutes north of Brisbane. No way how I would you, get there.
5: How do you
2: know How do you know Bridgman Downs oh, and you heard, don't know I've Park heard, Ridge? I've
1: heard of Bridgman don't Downs. You I don't you go how.
2: out of Balimba
5: or the city?
1: Not if I can avoid it. <laughs> Not if I can avoid <laughs> it. You need a passport. Okay, guys, this yeah. is the
5: last okay, one. We've got half a point and it's first to three, so two all right. Okay. And, and you're kind of in it, Kip. Okay. Well, no,
2: I'm actually three. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, come on. I three. just got
5: the last one. I got. But well, that yeah, was I got okay. Okay, All right, go. guys. Put Cinnamon Park.
1: Oh, Cinnamon Park. Go Straight on.
2: over the river. It's on Gindalee. It's the West. It's, yeah, it's another West one. Yeah.
5: Robin wins. Yeah.
3: yeah. I love that, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want my street drink? No.
1: Halfway through the podcast, now you had something you were oh, going to do at the start.
3: Because it's raining so much, um, the dad bods meet for their our, our weight session underneath the Story Bridge on Monday and Wednesday nights. Yeah, and Toby, our trainer, has let us free, and that's all fine. <laughs> but we didn't meet last Monday because it rained. He said, "You know, you can do this through a Zoom meeting," but he's always done the Zoom meetings, and I suddenly realised I have been in a hundred Zoom meetings, yeah. but I've never instigated one. Ah, oh, yeah. So you had to make the calls. And... I I don't. I don't I, can I say I don't know how to set up a Zoom meeting? Do you know how to set up a Zoom um, meeting?
2: I've had, yeah, because we do a family Zoom. Okay. It, it becomes easier if you can do it through an organisation because you can pay to have it longer. Free Zooms go for forty minutes and then you get cut off and uh, that sort of stuff. I so just want you to you go, go through for an organisation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah go through an app.
3: Just go to the my Zoom app and, and then what do I do next? <laughs> um, and sure. it, it only goes forty minutes before I got to pay can, for it.
2: You can so tell, right, <laughs> yeah. that you've lost an eye child in your life. I oh, know. Yeah. He there. lives in Melbourne. He's moved. Okay. And both of our producers are hovering beside you okay, well, to we, take care of it for you. Yes. During the podcast,
3: that's who I'll be talking to. Um, did you say I get cut off after 40 the boy, minutes?
1: The boys were supposed to work out and they all just ended
3: up looking at Britney nudes. And no, no, That's right, pretty much. <laughs> but the other thing happens? is, oh, How did we get can here? Can I guarantee yeah, you know, when I tell the dad bots we can only work out for 40 minutes, so I'll just say, good with that, mate. Yeah, yeah, no one's <laughs> going to complain
1: about, about the cut off. Oh, here's
3: a button.
0: <laughs> Rob and Jerry and Kip Gonna be so good
1: when we talk Napland, it always gets people fired up. Yeah,
2: I reckon people will definitely have an opinion about this. So I was in Coles yesterday. I wasn't in my normal Coles, so I'm not dobbing in the people of Kenmore. Okay. I'm going to remain nameless in case these two particular mothers are hearing this conversation. <laughs> right. But I just raced in to grab some stuff which I needed for dinner last night, and it was straight after the pickup, sort of about 20 past three.
3: Okay. So yeah.
2: clearly, uh, what I'm guessing has happened is these mums have picked up their primary school age children. Yep. So, of course, for those, that, uh, you know, aren't there yet or of whatever, NAPLAN happens for th- grades three, three, five, seven, and 9. Yes. Uh, and it's now, I think, this year mostly online because of all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. It's been super controversial. Basically it's across the country testing system to see where our kids sit within the academics for that particular age. It's how grade. we waste right. the
3: first part of the year when we could be doing general learning, but that's just my opinion. Okay, <laughs> right.
2: So, well, it's yeah. interesting you say that. Yeah. So, And it's super stressful. I don't care what anyone says, even if you're not in an appland focus school. Yeah. It's something that the kids are very, very aware of, and they're aware of it from three grade three, like they're mm, little. Yeah, yeah. So um, I reckon what's happened is these kids have jumped in the car and have that's been the first conversation that's right? because we're in Coles and I see one mum, <laughs> let me go with the mother, who's clearly having a very hard time. Mm-hmm. This young child is almost in tears and oh. she's standing in front of the lolly aisle oh. going, you can have anything you want if you just promise to go tomorrow and do
1: napland. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. So okay. this
2: kid has had a hard day. Not yeah. enjoying the testing. Not enjoying the, enjoying testing. the NAP-land okay. testing. Okay. <laughs> I then get to the front of the counter and I'm going through the self-serve area and there is another child, hands on hips, really cross, with his mother mm. saying... Mum, why are we wasting time here? I need to get home and study for NAPLAN. Wow. And I'm thinking, you know what now? Because Um, you told me if I don't do well, I'll lose my phone. Whoa,
1: (laughs) man. okay. Right? So that's so, some pressure from mum on that one.
2: Right. Yeah. So two very, very distinct uh, ways of dealing with NAPLAN. Me personally, I hated it. Yeah. My kids are not am- academic and I put no gravitas to NAPLAN whatsoever. In uh, fact, when they brought it home in a manila folder that was kind of ceremoniously handed to me by two of them and found in the bottom of the bag with the squash banana by the third, yeah. I just kind of went, yeah. yeah,
3: don't worry about it. I'm not that
2: interested. But yeah. it just puts so much
3: pressure
2: on kids that I just think, and, and it's really? all about
3: reports and things and money that might go here, might go there. But there are different ways. But some kids are told to stay home, and 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 results have changed the whole way. Instead of just teaching kids what they need to learn in that year, I hated. You that
1: hated. Okay. But as a parent, yeah. I
3: hated but that. But listening plan.
2: to those two approaches as a parent of a three-year-old, <laughs> yes. Which would you, oh, which gee. do you reckon? Because you you you're smart, Kip, and you you potentially want your kid to be smart.
1: But yeah, but I wasn't great at, at um. I wasn't great at like book smarts, right? So uh, the idea of regurgitating facts um, was no great. not great for me. Yeah. <laughs> even thinking about it now, I can't even speak properly. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> it you know stresses what I mean? you out I mean? Yeah, it so stresses me out.
1: And I've got a feeling Rafi's going to be the same. Like he can work things out, you know, he, he can sort of solve a problem, but the idea of necessarily remembering facts and things like that, might yes. he might struggle. So
2: in the news agency, you can buy NAPLAN testing kits Yeah, and they sell out like a lot. Right. So, would you be the parent that buys a NAPLAN testing <sighs> kit to prepare it? I don't
1: reckon. To prepare, reckon. No. A NAPLAN? I reckon it'd be, the less time he's spent thinking about it, the better he'll do if okay. he just rocks and doesn't even know it's on.
3: And in future life, you remember which NAPLAN testing kit influenced you most during your life? <laughs> yeah. oh, me, I read a book.
2: I'm, I am very interested in parents because there'll be some trying to get their kids sorted this morning, day yeah. two of NAPLAN, 32230973. Craigie of Virginia, what do you reckon?
6: I reckon NAPLAN is a complete and utter waste of time. Hmm. You should not spend a minute on it. If there's no bearing on the kid's life. It's all about school anyway. So why why try and train for it when it's not something that they're ever going to impact on their career at all? So just so the, don't so waste the, any time or effort.
1: So the idea of the testing is fine, but it's just that you reckon that there's no point in stressing about it or preparing for
6: it? Well, we don't even talk about it. I've got two doing it currently, and it's not even a discussion in our house. It's like, was NAPLAN on? Okay, whatever, let's move on with our life. That's oh. garbage. How anyway.
0: old
2: are
6: your kids? Uh, 12, 10, 8. Oh, okay. A- so yeah. I've got a grade 7 and a grade 5 at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, hey Craig, yeah, I will right.
3: say my daughter picked up a great skill from NAPLAN. She can pick the patterns in multiple choice. She'll make a really good bookmaker one
0: day. <laughs> 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 it's perfect. i Kiss. We're
2: talking about Naplan, of course, it's day two. We're all in the reading and literacy. Although I've gone to grade seven numeracy, how would you guys go with this? Okay. Uh Mike has four cups of rice. He uses half a cup of rice in one recipe and one and a quarter cups of rice for another recipe. Mm-hmm. How many cups of rice does Mike have left?
1: Mm, two and a quarter. Two and a quarter.
3: Oh, well done. <laughs> Yeah, I got that too. I don't know, but there you go. What's he cooking? That's what I want to know. Oh, I got distracted. <laughs> yeah,
2: that... i Tiffany of Cooper's Plains. We're talking about NAPLAN. What do you think?
6: Oh, I think it's a waste of time. Um, I'm doing my PhD now. I did very well in school, but even I didn't do super well on the NAPLAN. Hmm. It's embarrassing. You're you know, when you're hand, you're handed them. Your parents don't get them mails or anything. You're handed them in class. You, you obviously open them because who's not going to open them?
5: Yeah. And,
6: you know, you share with your friends. And if someone does below average or, you know, does well but doesn't do exceptionally well, you feel embarrassed and yeah. may feel like you're stupid just for getting... Not doing very well at problem solving, which isn't a reflection of intelligence. There's lots of types of intelligence out there.
2: Do you know, Tiffany, Um, I still remember getting 49% NAPLAN didn't exist when I was at school in in an exam. And I remember the humiliation. I can still feel it, actually, when we talk about it. You're so right.
3: (laughs) I give you girls two words. Elon Musk. Didn't do that well at school. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did not. Well, coming up in a second, we're
1: going to talk to Hayley, who's a primary school teacher. So I wonder if Hayley thinks it's a good idea.
3: Yeah, and did
2: she let her kids sit it? Mm. We'll find out next.
0: Rob and Jerry and Kip, gonna be so good.
2: We're talking NAPLAN, mm. and of course it started yesterday. Stressful for so many kids are in their reading and writing. So I've gone to grade five. I think this was 2012 question. Okay, mm. It's about penguins, so you had to read this thing about penguins in the Antarctic. And yeah. watch Happy
3: Feetball. Would that be the same?
2: Kind <laughs> 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 of not. Guano, which oh, is yes. actually penguin poo, <laughs> mm. can be seen from space because of A, its size, B, its colour, um, C, its shape, or D, its location. At mm. no point did they say smell. Um, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's
3: B, its colour, and it's because of the, the something or rather in the guano. It's something they it excrete. phosphorus or something? Phosphorus. Y- y- oh- yeah. no,
2: no. It's A, its size, because it is. So big, oh, there's so, so, big. Much, wine, so eh? much penguin poo, it can be seen <laughs> from space. What if that
3: bit of ice breaks off and floats <laughs> towards Australia? <I> know, right? <laughs>
1: now Haley's on the phone. She's a, a, a primary school teacher, and we're talking about. And so this would be—you'd uh, be right into Napland at the moment, Haley. What, what are what are the reactions like from the kids at school?
6: It's actually quite interesting to see. Yesterday morning, a lot of parents showing up um, to school, trying to withdraw their students, mm. realizing how stressed and anxious their students were mm. over sitting uh, NAPLAN. Hmm. So we, how do you deal um, with have, that as a teacher? You just have to reassure them the best you can and that we give them, you know, options to, they're going to sit with their class, we will have multiple staff in there, you know, they can still go to the toilet, they can still do all those things. And, you know, from a, from a teaching point, we say to the kids, look, don't even worry, it doesn't go to your report card. By the time the data comes in and you see you might not know something, you've probably already learnt it by then because the data comes in months after you sit the test. But, we but, just right. have to push it. But they've already yeah. had the
3: I didn't know it bad feeling all the way to you know, when you actually want to teach them that thing later in the year.
6: Yeah, that's it. It's, mm. it's tough because they test everything that you're going to teach that year, like you know every concept in maths and every concept <laughs> in English. Um, yeah, and so sort of... Teaching is a bit, little bit surface level in this first part of the year, trying to just capture so many things so that they don't feel so silly when they are and so anxious when they are completing it.
2: It
1: feels to me like NAPLAN's kind of a test for you, Hayley, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's to see how well the teachers are doing, mm.
0: isn't it?
6: Well, it's not even that. I've seen kids who are grade A students in everything completely flunk NAPLAN, mm. just as children with... Um, Issues learning and showing what they learned um, come out quite high because I've decided, all right, B is my letter. I'm going to colour everything in B and then suddenly <laughs> and they go my <laughs> <high laughs> mark. Hayley, have you got kids? <laughs> I do. I have two children in primary school and they will not ever be sitting up there. Whoa.
2: Whoa. Mm. Yep. Yep. So what do you do? Do yep. you keep them home? How do you navigate that? You
6: can. You can also go to your school and say, I'd like to withdraw my students. Please give me a withdrawal form to sign.
2: So you can't do it on the day. You have to be prepared. No,
6: it has to be lodged before before that, because otherwise their test will be sitting there empty.
2: Wow, Kelly, um, why are so they, they to listening be to you, man? If you're a teacher of the of kids and we, you have we kids, we
6: can't advocate. We can't say to parents, oh, will come and withdraw your child." We can't. We can't suggest any of those things. It's very. It's very tricky. But wow.
2: your children will never sit it because because
6: there's there's no there's no. The data isn't for the students, the data isn't for the parents, the data isn't for the teachers because it's such lag data by the time it comes in, you can't do anything with it. Right. It's wow. there to um, sort of group schools and all that kind of thing. But,
3: hmm. Yeah, teachers, parents, students. Is that really what school's all about, <laughs> Hayley? Is it about You know? and
0: to be so
3: Big energy, Lado. As we discussed yesterday, it's short for BDE. That's the sort uh-huh. of energy she brings. And it's also maybe yes. the energy powering Bitcoin, do you think? <laughs> I'll tell you what. If it is,
1: then there's some small uh, energy around at the moment. It's been smashed.
2: Well, tell me about Bitcoin because you follow it and yep. my children see it as – and look, it has been proven in the 21st century to be the greatest investment that anyone could ever make. Mm, absolutely. It's, it's gone through like a, a, a million percent, literally. Mm.
1: So I've yeah, got Yeah, like if you, if you could go back in time, people say, "I'll oh, buy Apple shares
3: or buy this. Yeah. no. no, no. no. No, you, buy, you should you buy have bought Bitcoin. Bitcoin.
2: But, yeah, it's the increase they said of over a thousand percent over any other investment that you could have done. But yeah. there's
3: no bricks and mortar behind it. It's totally based on what you can trade for a perceived demand for the Bitcoin. If everyone backs yeah. out, it
1: yeah, just, if, it disappears. If it all, yeah, if if everyone, if all the billionaires that have spent all their money on yeah. it, um, decided to sell it, it would be worth nothing. But it seems very unlikely that they would do that. Because I mean, you could say the same thing about. Tesla, for example, so many people have poured money into it, which is why it's worth so much. But if everyone all of a sudden abandoned it, and then, even though they've got the factories, it's worth nothing. But I'm still left with the car.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you could, oh, yeah, if you bought the car, but yes, I'm just saying the, the company. Conf- yeah. The conservative investor known as Terry Hansen yeah, is house. in the corner like all good dads should be. Yes. So um, I'm just going to tell you, this was actually actually calculated on Wednesday the 4th of May. So things have happened since then. But yeah. if you bought $10 uh, US or $11 Australian of Bitcoin. Yeah. On July 2010, of the first day that it became avail- available, yep. how much would it be worth oh, now?
1: What were they worth then? Like mm-hmm. per coin, they were they, weren't, were they even a cent? No. Oh, my 0. goodness.
2: <laughs> 0.0011 Australian cent. Oh, my goodness. That's right. You could pick up a whole Bitcoin for just less than one-tenth of a cent.
3: So what's a Bitcoin worth at the moment? It's multiplied um, by 10. Right.
2: Australian dollars,
1: it's about $44,000, $44,500. Okay.
2: Oh, okay. Well, it's dropped a little bit. It's because... down 20% in the last seven days. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Okay. So of of this day, it's saying that yeah. if you had bought ten dollars worth, it'd be worth fifty three thousand seven hundred and ninety two. And you're saying now Hang
1: it's on. worth no. ten dollars worth be more than that. Yeah, that, that'd be, be like fifty three billion. Oh,
2: sorry, no. <laughs> Duh. Is it? Um, that was that was one. Um, six hundred and seventy two thousand <laughs> seven hundred and eighty six.
1: Yeah, well. yeah. No. No.
2: No, More? it's getting bigger all the time. Oh my God. Are they millions?
0: S-
1: yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm so. Aren't <laughs> you glad I'm not doing that plan, right? Yeah. Six hundred and seventy-two million. Yeah. Seven hundred and eighty-six thousand. One hundred and ninety-one dollars it, from ten dollars. From ten dollars in an eleven year investment. Mm-hmm. Robin,
3: in that while you get that wrong, three guys threw themselves out a window and went <laughs> crying down the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, so why is it taken such a dive? Has Elon Musk said something?
1: No, it's nothing to do with Elon this time. It's it's so um it's so linked to the American Stock Exchange and it's had a big dump. And so, um, so it's it's followed with it, and there's been another thing, Terra Luna, which is one of the other big coins, not Bitcoin, because there's like hundreds of yeah, different coins. Ethereum,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ethereum's number
1: Ethereum. two, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Terra Luna was top ten. It's now 18. It's just been absolutely pummeled. It's down like 70 mm-hmm. um, yeah. percent. So, do
2: you own Bitcoin?
1: Um, not a full one, but I've got bits.
2: And do you will you? Because it's only worth it if you sell it, right? So when yeah, do you right. sell it?
1: Yeah, well, about. Five months ago would have, been, <laughs> would
3: have been really good, yeah. And is there anyone? There's one guy I think partially had Bitcoin involved in buying the bricks and mortar, a house. Yes, but Is anyone buying a house with their Bitcoin?
1: Uh, people are. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I know a guy on the Sunshine Coast who, um, like, uh, at the start of 20, I think it was 21, when they when they it was yeah. about fifteen thousand a coin, bought like 20. Sold his house, bought 20. <gasps> and has sold um fifteen of those and has bought a much bigger house. Okay. Yeah,
2: right. But you've got to have like you've got to be one of those kind of people. Yeah,
1: he put them on the line. Like you,
2: if you yeah, them. Yeah, we're yeah. all thinking <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Because who like of us? None of us are going to sell our houses nah. to bu- to buy Bitcoin. No, now. it was when he
1: did that that I was like, when oh, okay, I'll put a little bit of money
3: into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since you're going to risk your house, I'll risk it, like something. And Elon Musk is getting out of space and moving to time machines. Then watch what happens to Bitcoin. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Robin, Terry and Kip, be so good.
3: Sarah Borellis that's Brave. It's Robin,
1: Terry and Kip on KISS 97.3. So about this
3: time yesterday, we were talking about my son, Chris, who's about to turn 21. And in going through all the video material and other material to put together for his birthday, mm-hmm. I just appreciated what a gentle bike he, he always has been. Mm-hmm. And I was concerned about the way I sort of raised him and whether I was helping that bloom or maybe getting in the way of it.
2: So this was the conversation we had yesterday. Played this sport. is my question. It's the difference between gentle and scared. I
3: think gentle, yes, but then he'd be like me scared of getting hit in games. He played soccer instead of rugby league, so uh-huh. he didn't have to close his eyes and let people run past like I did. But <laughs> right. he did sort of back away and fake run, you know, when he played soccer. And Even
1: in soccer, he, he was sort of,
3: okay. And he often danced in the background and catch butterflies. We've all got kids like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I eventually had to say to him, you know, um, look, mate, if you don't, kick the ball ten times by first half, I'll take you home. And I hated doing that, but I just needed him to get some sort of physical sort of contact.
2: Why? Why did you need him to do that?
3: Because his lack of confidence would then take him into the classrooms and he had a few sort of darker Mm. years there and open to bullying and things like that. But I just, watching all this stuff, I love the gentle kid he was. I yeah, but I don't know if I did the right thing huh. by having to toughen him up in that, that way.
1: And he joins us now. Good morning, son. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, Hi, Chris.
2: Good hey, mate. Chris. Hi. I did threaten your father that if he didn't ask you that question, then we would. Mm. So here we are. Bad,
1: yeah. <laughs> do you
2: take offence hearing, because uh, uh, this
1: is one of those things when sometimes when people are gentle, they hear someone say he's a gentle person and it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, an offence. Yeah. Do, do you, how do you feel about hearing that about yourself?
0: I was surprised at first. My memory of that, I was, you know, scared of the ball, but my main memory was hearing Tess yell from the sideline going, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Dad. <laughs>
3: but I, it is my perception, and I know I think I carried, as I say, a bit of baggage about how I was when I was playing sport, and I, I know it didn't make me feel good, and I didn't want that for you. But I'm also concerned that you feel in some way that I was ashamed of you. I didn't think you were up to standard.
0: No, it was all right. Um, I think, you know, I found my own path to assertiveness and my own path to confidence probably... Later than usual, but it was fine.
2: <laughs> it's a lot to put on a 21 year old, particularly to be reflective. But if you can go back to that kid on the soccer pitch whose dad's told him that he's got to touch the ball 10 times or he's going home, do you remember what you felt and thought about that at the time? Like, great, I can go home and play in Minecraft? Or what was your response <laughs> to that?
0: Oh, probably frustration, probably stringing together in my head all of the worst words I knew at whatever age that was. But <laughs> I mean, then I got more involved, I guess, so
2: Oh, so you wanted to swear at your dad at that time. Uh, like you were over that, it. You that, weren't impressed. That
0: came. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as frustrated as I was, it worked to some extent. I got more involved.
1: Yeah, so that's the interesting thing. Like, There must be... Is, so is there
0: a point to which you go, okay, he pushed me, but I'm glad he did? Yeah, I think so. And can't fault him trying to get me to be more confident. I was a gentle kid, as he said at that time.
3: But I really admire you for that. I admire you for many different things, for the fine young man that you are. But I admire that, that gentleness inside you. I tell you, watching over all those videos, I see that and that, that brightness you've got in yourself. And, you know, when you got to Quacky, when you got to Year 10 in the theatre and the film crew, you really found your own tribe, didn't you?
0: Yeah. I'm so worried about these videos. I I don't know what you're going (laughs) to (laughs) do. Yeah, mate, I would be too. I put one together for my 21-year-old. He hated it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Chris, can I tell you something that's really important about this? And I really give you, take my hat off to you and give you gravitas because as a parent, we never know of all the things we want to instil into our children what impact that actually has and whether you care or not care about the things that we care about. So for you to be able to get on the radio now and kind of reflect back to something that was clearly super important to your dad and to have some insight into that is actually amazing. Mm. Like that is what every parent wants. So
0: thank you. Yeah, of course. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and mate, can I make one apology? And I know we're still both aware that I wasn't there at the game for the only goal you ever kicked. <laughs> and I can never make that up to
0: you. Uh, look, as excited as I was, Max kicked that goal. I just continued his path. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. And Chris, lastly, uh.
2: how would you describe yourself at that age? If your dad said you were gentle, what what definition would you have liked to have been?
0: Um, gentle right, but I don't think I lacked confidence. I think I was you know on my own pathway to finding my own voice and finding my own legs and how to speak and be around people and just took my own time to do that
2: good on you and mm. happy birthday for a couple of weeks
0: thank you love you mate honey chris Robin, Terry, and Kim.
2: kiss